Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode number 252. We're going to have so much fun. We're doing a Would You Rather game show today. Based, based on your would you rather's, why are you laughing? Because you said you wanted to mix up the intro. I didn't mix it up at all. No. no. But that's fine. Listen. I don't know what to say in the intro. Like, I wanted to be a little more like talk about our podcast, who we're about, give like a little biography before I get into it. And then I realize it's kind of boring. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> Hi, this is Bruce and Connie. This is Unlocking the Magic, and we hope you like it. That's perfect. Here we go. That is literally what the podcast is all about, and that's how we should end it. Always. So this is a game we came up with. I don't know if we necessarily came up with Would You Rather. In or out, we did. But Would You Rathers, we didn't. But here's how it works. We asked you to put some Would You Rathers on our Facebook page, Unlocking the Magic on Facebook. And we're going to read some of those. And you have to pick between two different scenarios. Some are food-related. Some are park-related. Some are stay-related. And we give our little input as to what we would do if we were in that situation and having to choose between these two scenarios. Some are fantasy related in ways for now. Like there are questions. Fantasy. That- this is a family show. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Were you ready? Yes. Are you going to read them or am I? Um, I'll pull them up here. Okay. I'll read some. You read some. Perfect. And then we'll go through the list. We have, I have 11 or 12 here. We'll see if okay. we can get through these. And then we obviously have, there was like, 80 of them on the Facebook page. There was page. a lot, yeah. So if we don't get to yours for this episode, if you put them in the Facebook page and we didn't get to them, we will definitely Remind save them us. for a future one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, we do our live show, by the way, inside of our Patreon group. If you want to check that out, Patreon group is our private Facebook group. You can join that by going to unlockingthemagic.com. There's a link for that over there. Inside of that, you get extra podcast episodes. We usually do one or two extra podcast episodes every month. And also, our live show that we used to do on Facebook is now exclusively inside Patreon. Okay, now I'm falling asleep. Sorry about that. <laughs> Let's get you. into these. I didn't want a long biography or anything. Well, it had to give us a little bit of a plug. All Listen, right, we don't fine. talk about much on this podcast, <laughs> plugging-wise. It's all free true. content every week for you here. Hopefully, bring a little Disney magic into your life. Yeah. I had to throw a little jab in there. Fine. Right hook, rather. <laughs> All right, ready? Yes. If Disney built another park in the U.S. and it was located close to you, would, it would you... It would be cold. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It would be open two days a year. Actually, really, though. Would you rather it be something totally new the Imagineers came up with or a replica of Disneyland? Oh, I love this one. I'm I not kidding well. about it being cold and it probably be open, open <laughs> six months out of the year, but whatever. <gasps> you know what? I just realized. I want something totally new, like a frozen land i'm out <laughs> like based on we'll have like the the castle from frozen see that door behind you yeah frozen land is right there <laughs> it is really cold here right now in new england what do you think i would love something totally disneyland is disneyland to me like there are different versions of disneyland there's disneyland paris there's the the disneyland they all are they're all unique in the in their own ways but Disneyland for me is always going to be special, like the first park that opened. So I would love a totally new Imagineers. I would love to be Imagineer and help <laughs> create something new. Can I do that? No? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> All right. What do you say, Bruce? I think 
you can't replicate Disneyland nowadays. Like they had to, the technology that is available to the Imagineers now is so much further advanced than what they had to to work with in Disneyland that it'd be too simple for them just to replicate Disneyland. If they were going to do a new park in 2019, they should do something totally different where it's the technology that they have available, like like Pandora. Like imagine if they built a new park from scratch and the technology that they did with Pandora and Flight of Passage, they have to build the whole entire park. I think they should do something different. They have a Disneyland. They have a Magic Kingdom. Do something completely different. Okay. I like it. Yeah. All right. What would you do? That Not was sure. different. I definitely wouldn't do Frozen Land. <laughs> I would do Sunshine Land if it was close to me. I would suggest that they don't do it close to me. <laughs> that that would be number one. As much as I would like to be close to it, I don't feel like it would. Would you go to a park if it was 37 degrees? Uh, yeah, if it was like if there was abundance of hot chocolate and like a fairy tale forest. Come on, Bruce, embrace the cold weather. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't do that great. Okay. All, All right. right. Next one. Would you rather have a set budget for meals, say $1,500 for 10 days and hope to come in under budget, or get the quick service dining plan and not have to worry about how much your meals are at all? Does it say how much the quick service dining plan is? $1,900. So $400 more you can for the whole week. You can say, you know what? Here's an extra $400. I want, I'm going to get whatever I want and so can you. Ugh. Yeah, that's to me like you just convinced me to do it. <laughs> I mean, if you really put the money aside and say, I'm going to spend $1,500, I think I would rather save the $400 and what? do it that way. Yeah. This is a Bruce I've never heard before. The problem either. is you put the $1,500 aside and you know there's $1,500 there and then you get to about 1000 or 1100 you start cheaping out. Yeah, that's true. You know, Let's like, be real If here. I don't eat any more food, I can save $300 of this $1,500. Uh, yeah. So that would be the scenario where I would go with the other one just because it's already spent. Right. But I think... I know... This is a this is a really hard question. Yeah. This is a hard would you rather because it's like you're going to save $400 and that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. That's a, that's a night at a deluxe resort. Or sometimes that's like four of us, four people can get into... Three or four people can get into the Magic Kingdom if you want to do an after hours event or something. Oh, right. For almost that much money. You know, with the dining plan, I think it's really up to your kids and how much they eat and like your family as a group because it's so much food. And I've realized that even though I love the dining plan because it does take away that stress of like always having to pay out of pocket or whatever or like I finally feel like the cool mom when we're on the dining man because like the kids ask me if they can get a treat and I'm always like yeah go go scan your band like I'm like cool I like get bumped up but at the same time I've noticed that our girls lately don't eat as much so we 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 like don't use a lot of the credits so I don't know it is a hard does it say how many people are in their family two adults and two kids so four people yeah fifteen hundred dollars is enough I feel like $1,500 you can get by for a week. That's a lot of food. And a lot, I mean, the weird adds up is the character meals, but we don't even really do those anymore. As much as I advocate for the dining plan, I would save that $400, (laughs) budget the $1,500, do like two or three really good dinners, quick service places are fine, and then use that extra $400 to maybe go do something that you weren't going to be able to do. You should end that with, I have spoken. (laughs) That's a good one, Connie. From the Mandalorian, if you haven't seen that yet. Did I By the even, way, the guy uh, that does that in the Mandalorian is if you've ever seen the movie with Kevin James where he's in a zoo. What is it called? The Zookeeper? Yeah. It's the same voice 
as the gorilla in the zookeeper. And every time I watch that movie now, I think of the gorilla in zookeeper. That is a really good movie, by the way, the zookeeper. It's a funny movie. Is it a Disney James movie? Is, I don't, no, it's not a Disney movie. Um, but every time I hear that guy on The Mandalorian, I immediately think of the gorilla. I'm like, what is the gorilla doing in The Mandalorian? We're getting way off topic here. That's pretty on topic. Well, I, it was just because then my mind started thinking about The Mandalorian. That's on Disney Plus, And right. you've got me to watch it. And I've kind of become really interested even though i anyway shout out to mark daniels our friend mark daniels yes. at disney parks blog live big what? fan of the mandalorian big fan big fan really he loves the mandalorian i think i had high expectations and i was so worried about like watching it because i love star wars and like any story that's like star wars type i was really worried that it wasn't going to be good and, it, and it's actually really good <laughs> speaking of mark daniels yes he sent in a would you rather it's mark daniel and i want it, the record to show you just said his name wrong well, yes, Bruce I'll, just said it. I know your name, Mark. Listen. <laughs> I'm your friend. I don't say his last name that much. We usually just text each other the first name basis. Okay. In my oh, defense. Oh, great. Your first name. Oh, that was a, that, now that was a jab. In my defense. <laughs> okay. Here's one from Mark. Here we go. Wait, what? before you go on, did I answer which one I would rather do? Oh, did you? I think I would rather do the dining plan. Just because I like want to be a cool mom. 24-7. That's my goal. In life. I think you're doing a good job. All right. Go ahead. All right. That was my answer. Go. Good answer. <laughs> Would you rather jump in and help decorate Magic Kingdom for Halloween or Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World for Christmas? Ooh. So Disney. Oh, here's actually what he said. Would you rather help decorate? <laughs> I would help if you read it correctly. Sorry. Sorry, Mark. I'm trying to get this through my head here. Would you rather jump in and help decorate Magic Kingdom at Disneyland for Halloween or Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World for Christmas and why? Love it. So Disneyland for Halloween or Magic Kingdom Disney World for Christmas. This is a really good would you rather because both of them are so special and he, he knows that. Well, I think the reason that he said Disneyland for Halloween is because he knows there's overlays in the Haunted Mansion. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's super and that's special. A, right. Well, so is Christmas time at the Magic Kingdom. This is probably one of the hardest would you rather's I've ever had to do. And I don't even really like Halloween that much. <laughs> let the record show. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Halloween. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew I was you were going to say Halloween. That's why I kind of let you go first. Disneyland. First of all, I love Halloween. But if I, if this was between Disneyland Halloween and Disney World Halloween, I would still choose Disneyland because something really magical happens in Disneyland and Halloween. I don't know if it's because of the cast members or whatever, but I really feel the spookiness. Maybe it's because it's like vintage. Disneyland is vintage, right? And so like it adds a whole layer of like spooky. Plus... Like you said, the overlays are really cool in Disneyland. So I think I would, I think I would, I would have a lot of fun. The size matters too. It's much smaller in Disneyland than Disney World, so it feels a little bit more cozy. It's cozy. It's a cozy, spooky. It's feeling. cozier, <laughs> and you're really close to the decorations because the lines are so small. I don't think anyone's surprised about me and Halloween, but it really is like the Disneyland and Halloween. I don't. It's a feeling that I love more than anything in Walt Disney World. It's just like that extra, I don't know, it's just like this extra vibe you get at Disneyland and Halloween. I'm choosing Christmas at Disney World. I mean, we know you don't like Halloween, but this was a hard one. It's not that I don't like Halloween. Yeah. I do enjoy Halloween. I far more like Christmas, by <laughs> far, far. Much more better. Much more better for me. <laughs> and decorating for Christmas in the Magic Kingdom, it's like you have you get to enjoy 
Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. And then the very next day, they're setting up for Christmas. That and it's is true. just a much longer process of being able to enjoy Christmas. Although, actually, it isn't because it's only two months in my real life. Like, in real life, you celebrate Halloween for a month and you celebrate Christmas kind of like what the end ta- of November. What are you talking about? Celebrate Halloween for a month? Yeah. Like, no. only in Disney do you celebrate Halloween for six months. Oh. <laughs> in real life, it's just the month of October. All I want for Christmas is Halloween. So, but I'm choosing Christmas. The okay. decorations, the the treats that they have available for Christmas, the the Christmas tree, all the stuff that they have going on in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> a bunch I'm, of stuff. I'm doing that. You're going to be in the Magic Kingdom and having a ball. Yes. You're going to be under the snowflakes and the toy soldiers. Plus, I'm going to ask Mark to sneak, sneak me in for the jingle bell, jingle bam, whatever That's it's called. at Hollywood Studios. He wasn't even mentioning that. I'm going to have him sneak me into that. <laughs> Can he do that? I'm going to ask him. Can I come with you? I'll text him when we get off of this. Okay. Mark, sneak me in, will you? Next question. Would you rather Coronado Springs or Caribbean Beach Resort now that the Skyliner is open? The Skyliner adds a little bit of a twist on that one. Not for me. (laughs) No. Skyliner has absolutely no effect on my decision-making process. Whatsoever. None. Okay. It is a really great... I've way of tr- transportation. It's, I will it's, wave it's, to you as you go by on it. They have been receiving great reviews as far as the convenience, the ambiance. It's an attraction. Plus, you get to point A to B very quickly. I agree with all of that. Except? I'm very much up. afraid. So you're Coronado. Coronado. I think I might be Caribbean Beach. I know that I we talk about Coronado a lot, but I think... What makes it tricky is that really Bruce is out on the Skyliner, so I might be alone on this one. But I think based on all the reviews and everything with the Caribbean, just having that accessibility to the to get to everywhere, basically, it's just, I don't know, I think it makes the resort feel more deluxe in a way. I think the Caribbean Beach Resort is fine. We've stayed there. I enjoyed it. No, I know. But now that the Skyline is open, I feel like it, it's got bumped up a little bit. That has no effect on my decision. That's okay. why I'm saying, like, for me, it's a choice between the Caribbean Beach and the Coronado. Even if you throw in the Skyliner, mm-hmm. I'm not going on it. <laughs> Yay. So it has no effect on, like, if that makes anyone better. Even if you can bring a Joffrey's coffee on there? On the Skyliner? Yeah, why not? Because I'm afraid we'll get stuck and oh, I'll have had a Joffrey's and then I'll... All right, all right. Awkward position. Would you rather? (laughs) Connie moved on quick from that one. Would you rather have a dinner? Would you rather have dinner at the Hoopty Hoo Musical Review at Fort Wilderness or dinner with Hawaiian hospitality at Ohana? I feel like this is a podcast where it's one of the one podcasts where we're not on the like we don't saying the same exact thing. What do you mean? Like, like for this the most episode? part, we're like, would you rather's were like, we both agreed. I feel like the, one of the last would you rather's we did, we both agreed on what we were doing. Are you basically saying we're not going to agree on this one? I'm pretty sure you're going to choose Hoop to do review. You are wrong. Oh, well, then we're on the same page. Okay. Well, there's a twist. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Hawaiian hospitality, Ohana. I think the exclusivity of Ohana is what makes it even more appealing to people because I feel like I can get hoopty hoo musical review dinner if you know with with somewhat planning ahead of time right yeah ohana is so hard to get it is i've talked to cast members that work in walt obviously working walt disney world <laughs> they work at the polynesian and she's like there's one cast member i forget her name 
She's like, I was trying to get in on my birthday and I couldn't get it. I'm like, you work here. She couldn't talk to somebody and say, it's my birthday. Can you get me in? (laughs) Really? What's going on over there? So that on top of the Hawaiian hospitality, I'm I'm all about Ohana. Although, I mean, hoop-de-hoo, I'm not going to knock it. I just, I know we're going to have a better time at Ohana, mainly because we both love the Polynesian feel and there's no interaction, I guess. <laughs> there's e- These are easy for you. I mean, they're mean? like, they're not, they're easy for you. These are easy for me rather. Oh, because there's always one thing about that. One would you rather that I am afraid of. So I'm, it's easy for me to choose the other. Like who do you do review? I'm deathly afraid of them picking <laughs> me to go up and do something in front of people. Well, you have to do stuff. <laughs> they, you no. didn't tell me that ever because you wanted me to do that. And now that I know I'm never going there. Would you rather go to Epcot and spend all day in the oh all day in only the World Showcase, or all day in only Future World, Epcot, World Showcase, where you get to visit all the countries, you get to taste and and experience the culture without leaving Epcot, or go into the future and explore and with the kids or no. With the kids, always with the kids. No, right. We're always with the kids. <laughs> a few more years, we won't have to. I'm be. just teasing. If they don't listen, listen. They don't oh, listen. Okay. you're safe. As much as I love Future World, I think I'm gonna say. I mean, much as I love World Showcase, and we talk about that a lot, and taking time and wandering around and going to visit the countries. I think if I'm all day at Epcot, and I can only choose one, I think I'm choosing Future World. Wow. This yeah. might be the one, again, where we agree. And I will sit there at the entrance <laughs> of the World Showcase and pay someone five bucks to go get me something to eat at one of the things. Hey, listen, buddy, <laughs> I can't go in there. But here's five bucks. Go order me something. The food is better over there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. I would spend my whole day at Future World. And then I would pay people money to go buy me treats at the World Showcase. That is a that is a very good plan. I, I'm down with that. There's got to be a kid that's there. That's kind of cheating. But. There's got to be one hustling kid who needs <laughs> some money and wants to make 10 bucks to just go get me snacks all day. That's not creepy at all, Bruce. Is that creepy? A little bit. <laughs> I don't think but it is. But I think I'm with you. I love Future World. There's always that kid that sold lemonade somewhere or shovels your driveway who yeah. wants to make some money. Okay. And he will definitely go get me treats. Creepy as that is, it's not meant to be creepy. Did you know that there's a tour of Future World? It's the Undiscovered Future World. Enjoy a fascinating four-hour walking tour of Epcot, which Walt Disney envisioned to help shape a better tomorrow. Did you know that? I did not. It's $69 a person. Ouch. But it says to be a very good time. Take a trip back in time to see how Walt's vision of a futuristic utopia became the Epcot we know today. Walt dreamed of building the experimental prototype community of tomorrow, Epcot, a living, breathing home to 20,000 permanent residents and a model for city planning. Wait, is is that $69 a person on top of a park ticket? Yeah. Come on, Disney. (laughs) We're going to have to start charging for this podcast. You're killing me here. It says, go also go backstage for an exclusive look at areas usually off limits. Walk beneath the outdoor portion of Test Track, presented by Chevrolet. Head to the cast services building and catch a glimpse inside. I'm believing that part out, by the way. What? Sponsored by. <laughs> Jesus, I can't give them any free sponsorship. Did you hear how much that cost to go on? That is also true. It says head to the cast services building and catch a glimpse inside the wardrobe department. This sounds really cool. I never even I actually never even knew that. Okay. 
I, I'm picking Future World, by the way. Next week's podcast is going to be all sponsorships to pay for our next trip. <laughs> it's just one full episode of sponsorships. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by, and then we're just going to name 175 companies. Perfect. All right. So let's get to the next one. The next would you rather. We should have put names to these, you know. Yeah. It would have been nice to give everyone the credit that give they the deserve. Shout out. Yeah. Sorry I'm sorry, you that. guys. We're slacking on that one. <laughs> would you rather have Park Harbor tickets or get base tickets and be able to afford an extra day on your trip? Hmm. So would you rather have park hopper tickets or get base tickets and go an extra day to the park? It depends on like, you know what it is? I think this question depends on when you're going to. Because like sometimes if the park is busy, like it's nice to move around to a different park. Or one time we went and we went to Hollywood Studios before Star Wars Land. I'm always going to call it that. Always. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot to do and. It was pretty. I was pretty grateful that we did have park hopper tickets that one day. But we really wanted to go to Hollywood Studios and experience whatever the, what was there that we wanted to see. I'm sure it was um, the Tower of Terror and yeah, a lot the, of other things. But the plan wasn't to leave. No, but even so, like it wasn't something we knew ahead of time that there were limited things that were open. We still wanted to go, but having that park hopper was very useful. Basically, exactly what you said, because it was like we were done at a certain point and we wanted to go. But I always think too, like if a particular park is busy that day, like if it's having extra magic hours, and you but you still want to go experience a certain attraction or food or whatever, it gives you that ability to move around. Because we're not totally on board with park hoppers usually, but when you add those scenarios, it does make it appealing and i guess the other question to ask this person is how many days are you going for if it's like three days um like if you have three park three park tickets Mm -hmm. for three days i may say skip the park hopper and get a fourth day right if you have seven may not need the eighth day you have park hoppers i think i'm always gonna do um afford an extra day on my trip if that's my options i'm with you yeah it's always good to because if you do gonna if you are gonna get park hoppers you might as well just you know just enjoy that park that day i mean there's so much to see and wherever you were gonna park hop to go on that fourth day or whatever that extra day is all right so we're both on the same page again skip the park hopper (laughs) and what i said earlier in the podcast about us always not being on the same page and go with the fourth day we are on a roll all right here's the next one would you rather Ready? I've been ready. Sorry, I was stalling. I lost. Would you rather ready? I lost my spot for a second and I was stalling. Would you rather be ready for this Would podcast? Would you rather stop right now? <laughs> Snack your way through an eight-day trip or have planned meals throughout the day? My dilemma for my trip in May, all four parks, an on-site hotel. Pop century. Oh, I didn't have to include all that, I guess. I know. You kind of made me read all that for no I'm reason. I'm so sorry. She was giving you or he was giving you the backstory. But basically, snack your way through an HA trip or plan your meal. So like have reservations. You or, said that much better than I read uh, it. I, yeah, maybe. For my... Never mind. Okay. So snack or planned meals. Which would you rather? For Walt Disney World, I would rather have planned meals. For Disneyland, I am totally happy snacking my way around. I think it's two different things, though. What do you mean? Because in Disneyland, there's the two parks and there's downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And unless you stay at the couple of hotels right on Disney property, you're kind of off off the path a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Walt Disney World, you if you stay on property, there's a lot to do on property versus Disneyland. So I think it is easier to snack your way around in Disneyland than it is I don't know your logic you lost me (laughs) 
<laughs> sorry you don't have to stare at me <laughs> you don't have to do that but yeah I and my point is like with Walt Disney World it's there's just so much walking and there's so many things to see and do that when we do have reservations and have planned meals it kind of gives me a break of like I can refocus and regroup it's more about that when I plan my meals versus snacking because sometimes when we and we've done it. We've snacked our way around Walt Disney World. I feel overwhelmed. But you can also plan meals at Disney World at other places other than being in the parks. Well, yeah. Which helps. That's true. That's true, too. So, I like I like having a plan in Walt Disney World. I like, like having a plan to eat. Yeah. Knowing where I'm going to eat and when I'm going to eat yeah. relaxes me a lot more than trying to figure that out. Because what happens to us is... It'll be four o'clock. People will start getting hungry. And then we all look at each other and say, where do you want to eat? <laughs> and before we know it or make a decision, it's 830. Or if we snack all day, like some of us will snack at one time and then some of us won't be hungry at a, when, you know what I mean? For the rest, with the rest of us. And it just like through, it's kind of like going to the bathroom with a group. Like you all want to <laughs> go to the bathroom at the same time. Even if you don't have to go, try. Just go. If one We're person, stopping now. Let's go. Yes. One person in your group needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'll go to the bathroom. <laughs> That is also true. All right. So my my choice is planned meals. It's just going to make your life a lot easier and more organized. If you're like us. That is Maybe true. Maybe they're not like us. Then go with the other one. <laughs> Next one. Would you rather pay for an Uber or minivans and not deal with buses or do an extra meal? Mm, this is a tough one. So Uber. have. So basically you have to take the bus, but you get to eat more. Or you could take Uber Mini and eat less. So what would you rather, Connie? Table service or Ubers? I would rather an extra table service. Really? You, I don't, think the you don't mind are, the buses. I don't. <laughs> that's true. I don't mind the buses. And I think it's all mindset with the buses. Like we. It's I, mindset. Yes. Okay. I definitely agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. But it's also when you take the buses. Right. If you take the buses on off times which is hard to do if you're like planning your vacation. Mm -hmm. They're not as bad. Like if you go to, we've, we've taken the bus from French Quarter to the Magic Kingdom for an after hours event. It was like 2.30. Yeah. And it was awesome. I mean, you're talking to people who like. Can't believe I just said that out loud. I know. Like we normally rent a car. So this is something that we always factor in the expense of renting a car. But if you think about it in that regard, like you get extra, if you take the bus or free, free transportation in Disney, you get to do an extra, you know, sit down dinner or whatever excursion. Like it really puts things in perspective. I'll always take the bus and suck that up for an extra meal. <laughs> I cannot believe you said that. Especially a table service meal, California grill or the butt or Uber's. Like, I'll walk. Yeah, right. You know what? I'll walk and I'll get the table service. I get the best of both worlds right Perfect. there. Perfect. Okay, next one. Would you rather go to Epcot's Food and Wine Festival or Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival? I think I know Bruce's answer. This is super easy for me. Go for Flower it. and Garden Festival, without a doubt. It, you know, I have a special place in my heart for the Flower and Garden Festival. I think because... We went recently and our kids were just old enough to like really appreciate all the offerings that they had at the Garden Festival. And it, 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 
really brought us together as a family in a way where that is Epcot to me. Like that is Epcot. When you slow it just a little bit down and kind of appreciate like all these little things. The Flower and Garden Festival is a prettier version of what the wine, food and wine festival was the first two years it started. <laughs> it's a little more elegant. But it's... Bruce likes things fancy. The food and wine festival, when it first started the first year or two, was fine. And now it's become this thing where a lot of locals go, which is fine. Yeah. But it's a little bit too rowdy for me. With you, the family. You like it a little more uh, subdued. Yeah, it's a little bit not Disney for me. Okay. Even well, though there's a lot of food. I mean, There is, but there's a lot of other things happening in the Food and Wine Festival that go along with all that food and drink that I don't want to be associated with at Disney. Jeez. Sorry. You, you Just, sound snobby. I'll tell you how I really feel. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. I enjoyed myself there last time we went. Do you think... That your opinion might change as you get older, and not—I mean, I'm not saying you're gonna be old. I'm just saying as you get, as you grow, gr- as you gracefully. Yes, grow. my opinions change from six months ago. My opinions are always changed I, based on my last experience or something new I've learned or experienced. Mainly because our kids are gonna get older, and I don't know if we'll be traveling together always, or when they're in their twenties or thirties, are they gonna want? To experience the food and wine festival and like will that change your tune because right now our kids are relatively young like even our youngest it's not her scene with the it's like it's a little like you said a little too rowdy and and, and, and rowdy for disney standards not like rowdy at the corner street bar <laughs> right exactly you know? like yeah. co- compared to what disney normally is yeah i'm not saying it's rowdy and you should be afraid for your life when you go there. <laughs> oh no no but it's it's a little bit Grown up like Yes. It's a little bit too mature for me in mature. with little kids. Of what's happening and what you hear and see is not something Aww. I think of when I think of Disney at Epcot when you, I when I'm with the kids. With yeah. little kids. Yeah, I got it. And by little kids I mean me. No, we get it. I have sensitive eyes. No, I understand. And sheltered life I live. Okay. Fair enough. I think Epcot Flower and Garden is just beautiful. It is. It's it's Flower and Garden Festival. You're gonna go there and you're gonna see the sights and the pictures you can take and what you can experience is just gonna be so much fun for everybody. I love it. All right. All right, let's do two more. Okay. Then we'll call it a show. How about three? Because that's how I have. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Would you rather a Mickey pretzel or Mickey ice cream bar? I think I'm going to choose Mickey pretzel because last time <laughs> we were at the Villains After Hours, I think I had 72 Mickey ice cream bars. You literally did. I've never seen somebody eat so many Mickey bars They ever. were free, and I couldn't help myself. Every time I walked by a bar, I had to grab some. You literally had like four in your hand. How come we didn't take a picture? I know. You we had like four in your hand. Like you were getting your money's worth. I was. I night. literally paid for my ticket and ice cream bar. So I'm going to say Mickey pretzel only for that fact. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Mickey's ice cream, Mickey ice cream bar because there really isn't anything quite like it. I know they sell kind of like this knockoff one. I mean, it's a Mickey bar at the grocery stores now, but I feel like there's something about having it in, especially Magic Kingdom, where it just my senses are elevated like the crispy chocolate when you crunch it in crunch on it and then like you get to the cool vanilla all right maybe i'll change my mind you you eat the ears first right which ear i don't know <laughs> the left one is that is this, do you really is there like left and right can you eat the middle what first? if you switch it around can you eat in the bottom i want to know all right now you're making it weird okay here we go thanks for making this weird let me just say the next one all right here we go all right would you rather older mickey shorts or new ones. What? Older Mickey shorts? Yeah, like, which would, would you rather wear? Would you rather wear old shorts or new shorts? 
<laughs> Would you rather watch the older Mickey Mouse shorts or the newer oh, one? Oh, <laughs> I thought he was asking us about wardrobe decisions. Okay, what would you what would you say? This one's a good one. I, they're all good, actually. But this one got me thinking because I like the newer ones a lot, especially when they're um, we go to Epcot and we watch the the shorts there. It's like I, I guess I go in with low expectations only because it was where Captain EO was, and like I'm still kind of sad inside about that. But I have to admit, I'm laughing the whole time, and it's giggling. It's wicked interactive, and I have a fun time but i'm a sucker for the classics i agree especially now with disney plus like i am on a mission to watch all of those with the kids and just think bringing back that old school mickey is something everybody needs in their life i think it's the original of like why this we're even doing this podcast too yeah. so it brings a little bit of memory back to what you're really doing and why it's so, so hard for like the the animators of today to like you know, it's like, it's almost like, should they continue with the shorts? Because, like, can you really beat the classics? Um, you know, I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. I'm just saying. I'm that just is saying. a lot of pressure, especially since Walt had a lot to do with those first shorts. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could, if I could, if I could do that. It's like just a lot to live up to. So I'm with you. I'm going to watch the old ones all day long. Okay. This last Would You Rather is actually an email that we got. It's from Mia. It's her very first trip to Disney with her family, and she wants it to be magical. She has a six and three year old and want convenience. So looking into the Polynesian or contemporary. I really like the Polynesian because I think it's themier, more special in its ambience. Contemporary feels more like a corporate normal hotel that you could find anywhere. But for a very close price difference, I can either stay at the contemporary for six days or the poly for five days if you could which would you rather i'm gonna be honest with you yeah i was reading something and i didn't hear the question could you break it down for me would you rather stay at the contemporary for six days yes or oh the polynesian for five days i'm gonna say the contemporary for six as much as i love the poly wow the contemporary isn't that much of a downgrade for me and i get an extra day I mean, yeah, I am surprised because I feel like you're all about the poly. Like, we talk about it a lot. Plus, if I'm staying at the Contemporary, it's just a hop, skip, and a, a dash. dash over to the poly pool for me. You can't do that. I can't? No. <laughs> Why does everybody keep telling me I can't do stuff? It's in the rules, Bruce. Don't you know me? When you tell me you I can't do something, it makes me want to do it even more. That's why the security was eyeing us last time we were They there. literally were following me around. I literally thought it was because they recognized us from the podcast, but no, it's because they are looking for Bruce, the pool hopper. Note to self, <laughs> if you wear a Team Tonga shirt in a pool, you're going to get eyed. You're going to get the stink eye from the security guards. Even if you're staying at the Bali. <laughs> right. You better show your wristband and you better be like, I work, I, I'm, I'm staying here. I, I'm, I'm here, right. I'm, a, I'm legit. <laughs> if you don't want to feel awkward, go to the Poly pool. With your Team Tonga shirt on and just go right directly to the security guard and be like, J I know, but I'm staying here. It's okay. I'm official. I'm legit. Show your badge. I'm in room, this one right over there. And you'll be good to go. Great advice. But I agree with you. I don't think, do you think the, so she said earlier, the contemporary feels more like a corporate normal hotel. I kind of disagree with that, just in the sense of. No, I agree. Really? Yeah, it does feel more corporate-y. Even with the amazing monorail, like, like I feel like her six and three-year-old. Other than that. That's the best part of like watching. But sometimes you're not in the main tower. You're in the other ones. That's true. That's true. If you're not in the main tower, you don't get to like experience that a lot more, like a lot. If I'm not in the main tower, my sleeping bag is going in the lobby. 
That's where I'm staying. But you can see, like, literally feels like you can touch the, the Tomorrowland. Plus, you can walk right to the Magic Kingdom. Are you listening? I'm always listening. Even though Except it Except for feel, that last question. It feels like a normal, like, to me, it doesn't feel corporate. Maybe the rooms feel a little bit more basic. Like, but to me, it's, like, sleek and modern, which reminds me of the future. And that's why it's, like, right next to Tomorrowland. I feel like that's what makes it magical. I don't know. I'm choosing the contemporary. I, I know. And and I feel like for those of you listening that have listened from the beginning, you're probably surprised because we love the Polly. But for six days, I'm doing that. I'm doing it. Sorry, Polly. <laughs> All right. Hold on. I just got to give a shout out to Cece. Okay. This is an email from Cece. Okay. We don't do a ton of shout outs, but shout out to Cece. My, hi, my name is Cece. I found your show because I got back from Disney vacation. And I was looking for anything Disney. Then I found you guys. I don't get to go to Disney World very often. I've been twice, and I'm 13. Whoa, that is a lot. (laughs) Right. So I was anxious to find anything that would bring the magic to me. Your show makes me so happy. It makes me laugh, and I learn stuff. I just (laughs) want to thank you for putting a show out there. It makes me so happy. Thanks. From Cece. Aw, Cece, that's awesome. Thank you so much. As long as Cece's not listening to you, we're really kidding about pool hopping. That is not allowed. (laughs) It is not allowed. Wink, wink. No, we're not doing that. Listen, there's a lot of things that are not allowed. Yep. Wink, wink. Stop winking. Okay. It's not happening. Cece, thank you so much. We're thank so you. Ha- the most important part for me is like you said, we make you smile and you learn stuff. Yeah. So that means you can skip school and go to Disney. Oh World. gosh, here we go. This is where we need to regroup, pause okay. the show because we we're giving bad advice. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. All right. All right. A couple of reviews before we go, Connie. No. J Dog podcast very informative and pretty funny. J Dog, funny. I was called C Dog in high school. Were you? Yeah, <laughs> Con Dog. I'll call you that on the next podcast. Our, our mascot was Dog, so they would call me Con Dog. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy. Okay, keep going. They have good interaction and also give different perspectives. Glad I found the podcast. Well, I'm glad you did too. Cool. Deppy Girl says, "I just started listening, and we are planning our second trip to Disney in January of 2020." I've gotten so much wonderful info from this podcast. Thank you so much for making sure people realize they need to be in the moment and don't rush around. Yes. You're welcome. Lily, 11, is a Disney fanatic and former cast member. Hey. Bruce and Connie bring me a bit of Disney magic every week. I love their banter and admiration of Walt. The show has a great variety of Disney history, trip advice, and fun topics. I tend to answer aloud while I'm in the car. <laughs> That's awesome. That is the podcast I want. Uh, this is a not so good one. Ka says, "Send wait, in wait, question- wait. It's a not so good one. Yeah. Why are we reading those? It's funny. Bums me out. But right. it's the point I want to make. Okay. Ka eighteen sixty seven says, "Sending in questions to these two is a waste of time." I think the podcast is great. If you don't go to the parks often and need something to relieve you from the FOMO you are feeling, if you're looking for information on Disney parks like tips and tricks, I would sadly say this is not the podcast for that. And I agree. <laughs> agree with this review. And we say that many times. Calm down. We are not a tips and tricks and fast pass strategy type of podcast. All right. So I definitely agree with that review. If you could just bump that up to five stars and just leave the same words there, I'd very much appreciate that. Wait, wasting time and sending questions? Yes. Thanks a lot, Bruce. That's my fault. Yeah. I will totally take the blame for that. Great. I am very much the one that... Doesn't answer the question. Would you rather? All right. This is a question for you guys listening. You can post it wherever you find it more convenient. No. On Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Never mind. Post it here. Would you rather us take forever to answer your question, but it comes from us, 
or have someone else answer your question that might like work for us. Because I know that because the, there are other podcasters that have to do that because they get inundated with emails and we do read every single one of them, but it's hard sometimes to reply to everybody within a specific time frame. Yeah, especially since Disney doesn't invite us into the parks for free like they do everybody else. <laughs> he's a little he's a little heartbroken about that. Yeah. Maybe someday. Come on, Disney, we're, will we're, you? we're working on it. Creepers, creepers. But I want to know because for me, having it authentically from that person I think means more than someone that like an assistant. Yeah, that'd be boring. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Yeah, it takes 2 years. You probably went you probably already had your trip. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you get your response. Oh, thanks for answering my question on the podcast. I went seven years ago. <laughs> but anyway, thank you guys okay. so much. And uh, follow us on TikTok, by the way. We're on TikTok now. Yes, we are on TikTok. We are unlocking the magic podcast. We are taking over the TikTok world. So you adults listening to the podcast, TikTok is a social media platform that all your kids are on. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. Perfect. And follow your kids. Yeah, make sure you know what they're doing. Yes. Kids, okay. if you're listening to the podcast, follow us on TikTok. Yay. Unlocking the Magic Pod, not podcast, just Unlocking the Magic on TikTok. Okay. If you have a question, info at unlockingthemagic.com is our email address. And thank you to our sponsors for the podcast, Kingdom Strollers. Go check out kingdomstrollers.com. And also Joffrey's Coffee. We are giving away Joffrey's Coffee, by the way. If you're listening to this when it comes out, it actually ends today. So if you're listening to the podcast the day it comes out, go to our Facebook page. There's a post there about how you can win Joffrey's. Just scroll down a little bit, enter your information, and you can check that out. Perfect. All right. Thank you guys so much. I don't have anything to add. Awesome. You did a great job, Bruce. Well, thanks, Connie. You're welcome. All right. We'll see you guys next one. Bye, everybody.